swords and candle art to spark souls and charge souls to cross roads and bandits are catacombs and giant doors protect the chest of stores and legendary items with the dragon bones and iron it's ores. a grand theft of elk scrolls simon's quest the tone earl rock shoes to every clue keeps the exit gaming news the potus needs some bad dudes to crash crew like bandicoot all shit a game in english control nations Control issues. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Well, this is Control Issues. I am the AMC. And this is A Dub. You can find us at control issues.com. You can also go to your podcast provider, whoever that may be. Look for Control Issues, download it, subscribe to it, rate it, review it. Head on over to twitch.tv slash control issues pod, where we put up gameplay videos for your viewing pleasure every so often, and go on over to Twitter. My control issues is the handle. Handle that. AMC, how you living? Living well, A Dub. Uh, we are past Christmas at this point. Uh, got 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 some games. Got some clothes. There you go. Got some food. <laughs> got some leftovers. <laughs> there we go. That's yeah. what's really important these days. Yes, yes sir. Um, yeah, and um, watching watching Wonder Woman. About to watch some soul soon. Yes. Now, fight yourself, A Dub. How's how's your holiday break been? Uh, holiday break going good. Week one is in the can. Got got a handful of Christmas gifts. Uh, took advantage of Sony's holiday sale. Got myself Doom. Got Ruiner. Yeah. So oh, those are cool. Ruiner, huh? Yeah, it's top Ruiner. Yeah. I played it. A, I played it a little bit. Got a little taste. It's interesting. I look forward to playing more and eventually finishing it it's not something I, I think that i'll see myself like playing a very long time but we'll see once i get more abilities and you know become adept at it doom i'm looking forward to that especially after your glorious experience and moving on to doom eternal so really <laughs> yeah that's some of the best first person action that i've had this generation i'll say is, is that that doom series I'm taking that to heart on my way in, so I'm looking forward to it. Eh, got that, and mostly just chilling, you know, trying to wake up early, go to sleep late, just, you know, be present for all of these, all this time I have to myself, you know, been working really hard, and they've been recognizing that it works, so, you know, it feels good to finally have time off, reflect, clean up, read, catch up on things, uh, find myself ordering a lot of stuff but i think i'm a i'm gonna bring that to a close you know money stacking up making investments <laughs> trying to get onto that next stage of my financial life hell yeah <laughs> yeah nothing special man still here still healthy you know still kicking it yeah got uh one more week of uh 2020 and then apparently everything's gonna just we're gonna turn back the clock to 19 1999 <laughs> <laughs> basically get that redo <laughs> Like, yeah, dude, like it's been it's been what 19, 20 years of the 21st century. Yeah. <laughs> and we just hit this rough patch. Like I we need to we need to go back. Like uh, the one thing people are saying is that the the roaring twenties are gonna come back because we had this just like 
1918 coming into the 1920s, we had this big pandemic, this big economic depression, and we're about to bounce back in the 20s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's interesting. And then after that comes World War Three, right? Isn't that how that all played out? World War Two followed the uh, Roaring Twenties. Uh, oh, well cross that bridge when we get there i mean we're yeah. already <laughs> blowing up our own streets <laughs> yeah um yeah but besides all that i know you picked up some video games what have you been playing well i've been putting it off long enough it's time for me to go in and finish the job so i decided to fire divinity 2 back up it's been a long time since i played it knocked down a a great deal of games in that interim and i don't know what it is maybe it's the different kinds of games i've been playing maybe it's the time i spent away from divinity while also like thinking about it in the back of my mind because the last thing you want to do is forget how to play something like that or where you are however it was easy to slide in it took like one or two encounters and i understood the nuances of combat you know better than i ever had at any point before then and it just it felt at home i went in i cleared out the nameless aisle and finished up act two of the game i'm now at the beginning of the final act i know what must be done the fate of life itself hangs in the balance so i gotta go and i gotta get this mission accomplished i'm looking forward to it i'm liking what's going on with the story loving the presentation you know i'm, I'm able to solve puzzles and get through certain situations more effectively. Like there was a mission that I completed before, before I received it. So that was pretty dope. <laughs> like I, just, I went up to the quest giver and they were like, I need you to, to take out the, the black prince or something like the shadow prince. <laughs> and like I, this whole time, like I've been playing the game a few hours before I got to that. And I was always looking in my inventory at this ring I had. It's like the the, the Shadow Prince ring. And in the inventory, it said stolen. And I was like, how did I even steal this? Like, what is this? And I had like this heart in my inventory. I didn't know what that was about. But yeah, I get to the quest giver. She's like, I need you to kill the Black Prince. I'm like, yeah, I, I killed him. Here's his heart. <laughs> and gave it to her. She's an elf. And what happens in this game with elves is that something they can do is they can eat pieces of flesh and they can see the memories of the the life form that they're consuming so i gave her the heart she ate the heart she told me what happened with you know whatever the shadow prince was all about mission was over before i even started it so that was pretty awesome and yeah just passing speech checks i'm talking my way through problems like it's nothing like there's at least two or three significant encounters that I could have had where I just told, I just told them, Hey, uh, the boss said, you don't have to do that. You can actually pull your troops out and get out of here. It's like, all right, well, thank you. Bye. Well, if you say so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you seem to be very persuasive. <laughs> like there was a troll guarding a cave. I was just like, no, nah, it's all good. I'm here to see the boss. It's like, all right. <laughs> 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 Walk to the side. It's, it's great, man. And just getting, getting progressively better gear, min-maxing my crew, rethinking uh, of a character or two I want to respect. Like I have a, we were talking in the pre-show, I have a, the undead character. And one of my biggest obstacles in this game is when battle just gets a little too hot, he's the first to go down. 
and he's the hardest to bring back because yeah, I have resurrection scrolls all day, but once you bring back the undead character, it's like, okay, now how do I heal him? Because I don't really have a bunch of poison spells. I don't have a bunch of poison potions. So it's like bringing him back is just, how can I distract an enemy for one move in one turn? It's just ridiculous. However, I thought to myself, you know what? Maybe instead of making him uh, a scoundrel slash pyromancer, maybe I can make him a scoundrel slash geomancer. And he'll have all these great poison spells where he makes poison clouds around himself. He can just walk through the clouds. He can basically control areas of the map i could take my sorceress i could have her teleport enemies into the clouds of poison so they're taking magic damage they're getting poison they're taking fatality damage and you got that skeleton just running around in the clouds stabbing people in the back <laughs> making the clouds bigger so that that's actually man that would have been a much better style of role playing and that also makes me start to think even deeper about the way i could have controlled the battlefield by specking my characters toward resistances they maybe have a pyromancer but they have really high fire defense so you can burn all the area around them and even though they are on fire they're not or they're in the fire they might be on fire but they're not taking that much damage in fact it might even be healing them in some instances we'll just have to see so you know divinity just gets your mind racing like that when you think about all the possibilities of how you could just squeeze out even greater tactical advantage if you want to. But enough about me. AMC, what have you been playing? Putting work on um, Fire Emblem. Yeah, I uh, don't have much to say here. Just uh, continuing the story, the narrative, the usual uh, school stuff where I'm building my support levels with uh, my, my students. So they're starting to get to know me better. Yes. Also, I'm uncovering more of the story, which is interesting. Still don't really know who the main villain is. It's We're in that place where it's the um, there's a lot of conspiracy. There's uh, uh, some uprisings against the uh, central church, but we don't know what's... Um, what's pushing this um what's what's igniting the fire uh and so as of right now it's um just really getting to still learn like some of the mechanics because they're they're still introducing new things as i mentioned last week i got the legendary weapon i feel like uh there's some more stuff there's some more stuff coming down the line i have the battalion uh only reason why i say more stuff is because i i, I got a new basically in the church i met a character who i can now I mean, I guess I've been building up these points of renown. <laughs> and okay, so right. I had no idea that I was because it's just as you're doing missions within the school, you're building up your renown. And so I thought it was just a thing that just it's experience towards like your character. But then apparently you can take those points and then spend it on certain stat buffs and boosts. And one of them was uh, getting a divine point, but the game hasn't explained what are divine points. So I'm assuming that I have something coming down the line that will uh, be another boost to my characters. But yeah, other than that, it's just uh, it's more Fire Emblem. Really enjoying that game, loving it. And um, next week, hopefully, I'll get to a point where I have a lot more to discuss. But a dub. Let's get into the topics topic of, the, of week. the week. Top topic of the week. What you got, A-Dub? Oh, what do I have? We'll just jump right into it. So, as you can tell from last week's episode, we got ourselves a 400-pound gorilla in the room. Or is that a small gorilla? An 800-pound gorilla? This, 
I forget how big the gorilla is, but it's in the room. We got a massive gorilla. <laughs> yes, we have a giant depression in the in the space time fabric. It's drawing everything into its gravity well. That would be Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. So this is a little bit of a follow up to the breaking news that it had moved what eight million copies in pre orders before it ever even went on sale. Uh, a lot of people were thinking that you know it was going to be the end of CD Projekt Red after all of the refunds because oh man all those eight million going right back to Cinder. No, that's not how it turned out. In fact. They're flourishing even greater. Cyberpunk 2077 sold over 13 million copies as of December 20th, despite refunds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they should have got trolls out of here. But yeah, so following up to the news, even after factoring in refunds, Cyberpunk sold even more than you know the amount that was pre-ordered. A lot of people on PC still haven't enjoyed the game. Uh, you know, CD Projekt Red is still working on it. We'll get that in further topics of the week. AMC, how do you feel about the continued success in spite of the catastrophic launch of Cyberpunk? I mean, a lot of it is like reading in between the lines and we don't really know exactly, but as you had mentioned, PC might be a little of this. Um, As you said, it runs a little bit better on next-gen consoles. Maybe those people are satisfied with their experience as opposed to the uh, PS4 and Xbox One generation. I mean, and, it runs all right on the Pro and the and the One X. Yeah, and then like it's good enough. It's about where you would think the base experience for the PS4, the Xbox One should be. Yeah, and then there's also like the people who see the potential of this game and they're just waiting for patches, as opposed to the people who are like, well, th- there's going to be that initial backlash where it's this game wasn't perfect at launch, so now I have to. I have to prove a point here by making yeah. you suffer a little bit and let me get my refund just to show you that I'm not happy with the situation, which is, I get it. But then at the same time, there are the people who are like, yeah, you know, there is a good game here. It just, they need to work on it a bit. So I'm going to just hold on to this as a down payment when the game runs a little bit better or I get a PS5 when they're available, then I'll hop back on this game and play a better version of it. So it, it just shows like, as we said, CD Projekt Red, they're going to take their lumps for, for this launch. Oh, yeah. All it is, is it's a bad launch. It doesn't mean it's a, it's a bad game at all. It doesn't mean, like, there's a lot of other factors that come into play. And so, yeah, you get beat up for the launch, but as long as you correct it, it doesn't really make a difference. And as you said, they're making their money. I'll have some facts and figures later that also prove um, that this game is doing well. But yeah, it's it's gonna take its beating. You got anything else on Cyberpunk AD? Oh yeah, you know I got a little more on our next topic of the week. Top topic of the, of the week. week. Cyberpunk 2077 Hotfix 1.06 was released earlier this week. A dub downloaded it. It's about 17 gigs. It's a whopper. This is I think their third 17 gig patch. So, you know, make sure you guys aren't at your data caps. Make sure nobody's going to hop on the phone (laughs) or try to get on the internet while you're downloading it, if you still got dial-up. So uh, it's a big big patch, but it doesn't really fix too much stuff. The primary thing that it fixes is some people might be aware that the game would start to get a little wacky if your save file 
was over eight megabits in size, you even ran the risk of your save file being corrupted. So this is what Hotfix 1.06 mainly addresses. It's another baby step in the right direction for this game. Uh, I don't know if this was the last big patch for December, but if it is, it's whatever. I fired it up for a few seconds and checked my save file. I was at like 12 megabits, so I'm glad it didn't get corrupted. At the same token, you know, playing the game, it's still largely the same buggy experience. So that's one of the primary reasons I got back into playing Divinity 2, just killing time until Cyberpunk is where it needs to be. Yeah, it seems like they prioritize this one in that you don't want people having corrupted save files. Like, what was the, uh, that was the thing that killed, was it Phil Fish when, um, God, when Fez came out and there people were like, hey, there's this bug that makes the game not work anymore. And he's like, yeah, the money that it costs to fix that isn't really worth it to me at this point. So you're just going to have to deal with it if you fall into that small percentile. And so that, that's oh, clearly- the thing where the thing where he he fixed it like the fix existed. He just didn't want to pay for it. Yeah, because like you, you have to pay to put out patches on consoles. That certification. And- yeah, and so, I mean, it, it makes sense. Like, I know you're saying it's a small step. It's just the, the problem is there's so many issues that, yeah, how do you prioritize? But this is clearly a huge one because you, if anything, if you have people who want to play this game and they run risk of the game just not working anymore mid-playthrough, like, that, that is just an ultimate, like, uh, deal breaker. And so, yeah, they had to prioritize this one. So it makes total sense that this would be the first patch that would go out as opposed to maybe some of the uh, quality of life stuff or even just the things that make the game run smoother. <laughs> you need the game to run <laughs> first, yeah. and, first and foremost. You need people to be able to finish it. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. And yeah, we'll see. But um, the game's still selling. So it is what it is. It would be an interesting gameplay mechanic of a game where if you didn't beat it in a certain period of time, it just automatically corrupted your save file. Yeah, like you had no choice. It's like, what if that was the original Prince of Persia? <laughs> you, you have one playing. week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have an hour or your Mac will not boot up anymore. Ooh. Is that, that ransomware video game? <laughs> gonna, gonna cash out your investments and send them to your ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, versus, yep so that's out that's in the wild if you still holding on to cyberpunk 2077 like the other 12,999,999 of us then get yourself some hot fix 1.06 then i got my next topic of the week top topic of the week in case you haven't noticed the theme i'll just tell you that everything comes in threes we got more cyberpunk news by way of ign uh it looks like the class action lawsuit has been filed against cd project uh so this is being filed by new york-based rosen law firm and let me see this is due to cd project red's alleged violation of federal securities laws uh, they're filing this lawsuit on behalf of purchasers of the securities of CD Projekt Red, so the shareholders, not the consumers, uh, between January 16th, 2020 and December 17th, 2020. They're seeking to recover damages for CD Projekt investors under the federal securities law. The lawsuit claims the CD Projekt Red made false or misleading statements and or failed to disclose the cyberpunk was virtually unplayable on current generation systems due to an enormous number of bugs. <laughs> so 
Uh, AFC, how do you feel? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It seems like everybody's under litigation right now. Google, Facebook. <laughs> Why not throw CD Projekt? Oh, yeah, I think uh, Alibaba is also in there. Amazon's in the closet. I think I heard about that. Yeah, they definitely are. They need yeah. to be. They're yeah. too big. <laughs> So why not throw CD Projekt Red in the crosshairs also? <laughs> um, Just when they were getting big. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, this is a little different. Obviously, this is having to do with shareholders. This is not a monopoly <laughs> in this situation. But yeah, um, yeah, they screwed up. Even if this ends up being nothing, it's still like, I mean, they it was going to happen. If you get enough people upset, somebody's going to want to sue. The president's always threatening to sue people. Um, it's, and it's it follows of- through on a lot of them. Yeah, it's the type of world that we live in, litigation, uh, because we're upset about something. And so, yeah, they're going to get sued no matter what. Uh, this one doesn't really mean as much to me. Um, I, I felt like the refunds were the bigger thing. But the fact that people are still keeping the game, that's all that really matters. If the game continues to make money, it will make the case harder against them because all that really matters is profitability uh i feel like and so if the game is still profitable people are still buying it and they do enough to patch the game by the time this maybe goes to trial and then they show up and they're like this game has made this company a ton of money then there is no real lawsuit at least there's nothing really to rectify i feel like so um it'll be interesting yeah, especially I, if that value comes back yeah exactly and as we see in the game seems to be selling well and as long as it's continued to be fixed it's only going to sell more so um we'll see it's it's a thing that had to happen this is more of a headline i feel like than um something substantial i'll say yeah it's it's like you said it had to happen it these people get upset when you mess with the money people want to take action but overall i think it's it's just something that's going to come and go there is a case here. I just don't think it's a very strong one. And it's not something like where they, where they tried to rob anybody. Like it wasn't like they just broke down the tent and skipped town, like shut, shutter the business, split up all the money and bounce, you know, they're yeah, trying to Enron. <laughs> yeah. No, they're, they made the game. They're supporting the game. The game is selling well. Like you said last week, when we were talking about how they lost like a billion dollars in value overnight, it's the market's emotional and people are going to be hot on them again. The price, the money's going to come back and then it's going to keep going up. If anything, put more money in them and just go along for the ride. AMC, you got anything for us? Yes, sir. Um, let's see. What do I got here? I got metadata, A-Dub. I got, you know about meta. I got a whole lot of data. Um, so yeah, Steam released their top sellers of the year. So let's uh, run through the the year top sellers of the year. So the way Steam does it, it's kind of weird. They have their tiers. It's platinum, gold, silver, and bronze tiers. They don't say what are, what's the qualifications to make any of the tiers, but if you're in the platinum tier, basically you're doing well. And so here's, Steam's platinum tier uh, top sellers for the year. Among Us, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, mm. Cyberpunk 2077. So barely Damn. on the market, Damn. already a top seller for Steam. Platinum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Destiny 2, Doom Eternal, Dota 2, Fall Guys, 
Grand Theft Auto Five, Monster Hunter World, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds still selling. Well, I guess uh, Red Dead Redemption Two and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Tom Clancy um, gonna stay around. That man is immortal now. Yeah, that game is. I I think there's another Rainbow Six coming out, and Rainbow Six Siege will still be selling even after that game drops. They need uh, to do a crossover with StarCraft and do Rainbow Six Siege tanks. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Just siege tanks everywhere. Uh, let's see. Uh, that was like the original camping was going into siege mode. Yes. Let's see. Uh, we have the most played category, which is the highest peak concurrent players. The top tier includes games that reached over 200,000 peak players. So in this group, we have Among Us, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, Destiny 2, Dota 2, uh, Grand Theft Auto 5, Life is Strange, Monster Hunter World. Monster Hunter World, still killing it. Uh, Mount, Mount and Blade 2, Banner World, and Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, and Terraria. So um, That's then, what happens when you when you put out good games, man. Yeah, doesn't exactly. matter doesn't matter how it's built. doesn't matter what the design is. It's, if it's a good game, it's going to sell. Like, I've seen people who were truly baffled by how Monster Hunter... It's successful. Like I don't get it. The gameplay <laughs> loop is so boring. This is so repetitious. And you gotta grind. You just killing monsters to get gear. Kill monsters to get gear. But it's like that's that's dope though. <laughs> it's yeah. It's why Destiny Two is like also on this list because there is something to these like looter loot games. I would say looter shooters, but just loot games in general. It's like people embrace the grind. You all try to run away from it. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Like also- dudes, dudes don't want to play games, and then when you get a game that doesn't have the grinding, but they want you to have a cinematic experience, like oh, walking simulators in these corridors, I can't do all this forced walking. It's like, dude, you either want nonstop action and stuff to do, or you don't. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Yeah, uh, we have 2020's top controller games uh, of the year. <laughs> Wait. What? Uh, so, games. so games that support controllers on on Steam because you know Steam is all about that mouse and keyboard. Controller games. So controller games, number one, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. All right. Dark Souls 3, Destiny 2, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, mm. Fall Guys, FIFA 21, Grand Theft Auto 5, Your Boy Hades, Monster Hunter World, NBA 2K20 persona 4 golden and witcher 3 wild hunt um here's why i bring these all up you notice cyberpunk is in all these categories so like just as we were saying like all the hate that's getting tossed to cyberpunk it's still with only a matter of a few what weeks uh it's near the top of all of steam's list for just most played most purchased yada 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 um it's right up there with all the other games that had 12 months on it and so whether or not people like or dislike uh cyberpunk people are getting it they're playing it and so it's going to be in the narrative yeah and they're keeping it and so yeah these are things that just kind of support the fact that no matter what people say they have to get their hands on this game and experience it. And so it's going to contribute to its numbers, whether people like it or not. And so, yeah, it's uh, just further building that narrative that even if you hate the game, you can't hate the player. What you got, A-Dub? What else you got? What I got. Next topic of the week. Top topic topic of of the week. 
Yes, Sony's got some news in the entertainment realm as it relates to their PlayStation properties uh, coming from IGN. Again, Sony has seven TV shows and three movies in development based on PlayStation games. I know a lot of you guys are familiar with the Uncharted movie starring Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Not having it. <laughs> Shout out to DJ Trues. <laughs> yes. I know a lot of you guys know about the Last of Us TV series that was just ordered by HBO, but PlayStation is saying that they have, or Sony is saying they have seven TV shows, three movies. Uh, they didn't say whether or not these two items were counted among them, so they could have eight and four, or they could have seven and three. AMC, what TV shows and movies would you like to see made out of Sony's PlayStation properties? Um, the first one that came to mind would be God of War, like this, this run of God of War. I wouldn't want like young Kratos. Maybe you could do that like in the first season, but I'm, I'm liking this flashback. <laughs> yeah. I'm liking this new Kratos, like uh, old man Kratos with, uh, with, Boy. with, with Atreus. Uh, so yeah, I would, I think that could be a good run. Um, and just some of those fight scenes I'd like to see done in like a TV series. Um, so yeah, I got of war would be the first one that would come to mind. How about yourself? Oh man, I'd like to see something done with infamous. I wouldn't mind a television show on that because I mean, every season you could just go, every season could be kind of self-contained and you can go all over the country doing different characters and different powers and abilities. That'd be yeah. interesting. And then they, they could do the, a season with Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Delson the dude. Delson the dude. And then they and then they go into the samurai season. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, of course you're gonna want like a movie of Ghost of Tsushima, a movie of Ratchet. Yeah, we already have Spider-Man, so that's and that's in the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, Sony's killing it right now. Uh, hopefully, Last of Us will be good, and we'll see what else they got coming down the way. I mean, we already got what Castlevania that's killing it. Yes, yeah, we do. Uh, Sonic did well, apparently. Sonic, <laughs> Sonic then had so many TV shows, yeah, with one with a voice by Steve Urkel, if I remember oh, correctly. My man, Jay Leo, <laughs> Jay Leo White. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got another topic for us? Yes, sir. Uh, Gamesindustry.biz, as I said, metadata. Um, they pulled up all the numbers <laughs> uh, to just basically break down just everything for the year. And so I'm just going to pull out some notable, some notable bullet points. So box versus retail. Let's just get into numbers real quick here as far as sales go. Global physical uh, physical game revenue was at fourteen point nine billion. Um, digital game revenue was at one hundred and fifty eight billion. Oh goddamn! Yeah, global in game spending, including digital, was at one hundred and twenty. Oh, global! Yeah, global in game spending was at one hundred and twenty eight point six billion. So people are so microtransactions. Yeah, well, the people are liking the microtransactions, the DLC, all that uh, shit, all that shit that you say is ruining the industry. Keeping it alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Um, so the percentage, um, the percentage breakdown. So this is digital versus uh, physical copy on the on the PC market. Obviously, this one's going to be low. We got two percent for physical, ninety eight percent for digital. Uh, for console market, twenty eight percent bought physical copies, seventy two percent bought digital copies. So. Mm -hmm. 
it's just showing like people are like why would they put out a console that's only digital because y'all motherfuckers are buying games digitally um I mean, and that's me i'm y'all motherfuckers. yeah and that's yeah exactly as i said i think the first couple years on the ps4 i bought physical copies and then i bought only digital since uh let's see um the best-selling box games of the year in the uk number one fifa 21 number two Animal Crossing New Horizons, and number three, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, number four, Minecraft, and we'll stop at number five, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. So UK, number one, FIFA 21. Let's see where the United States is at in the best-selling games of the year. Number one, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Number two, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Number three, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Number four, Madden NFL 21. And num- number five, The Last of Us Part 2. So you just see that difference in the UK market. Call of Duty doesn't show up until number five. In the US, Call of Duty takes number the top one. two the top <laughs> two spots. <laughs> and followed by Animal Crossing. Uh, and in, in Japan, Hilarious. this is the funny one. Here's Japan. Number one, Animal Crossing New Horizons. I figured. Number two, Ring Fit Adventure. <laughs> getting in shape, getting tight. <laughs> people, people say, like, why does Nintendo put out these products? Because motherfuckers want it. Because uh, they're selling them. Number three, I love Japan, Final Fantasy VII Remake. There number you go. four, Pokemon Sword and Shield. And number five, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. <laughs> it's having fun. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to read number six because I don't even know what this game is, but number six, Momotaro Dentetsu Showo Hisei Rahwa Mo Teban. <laughs> that is the sixth best-selling game of the year in Japan. A game what I've was it? Momo what? <laughs> Momotaro Dentetsu. Oh, Dentetsu. Are you looking it up? <laughs> You're damn right. Momotaro M-O-M-O T-A-R-O. I, I got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got it. Let's see what Momotaro doing. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Showa Heisei Rewa Moteban? <laughs> <laughs> yes. He took a little, little Japanese in his day. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting it's like super cute chibi characters yes <laughs> i don't understand what i'm looking at yeah yeah <laughs> motherfuckers are all over it though play it using a strategic approach this is a game that could break up friendships and families kimomotaro yashahime urashimotaro kimotaro <laughs> and all the other folklore superstars keep all the players from succumbing to the power of greed and fast-paced real estate dealings <laughs> i love it i love it <laughs> is it a real estate game and it could break up a family by playing this game apparently a uh, uh, train board game mm, interesting Yo, like I'm researching this, and wow. it's on Switch. So. I might have to pick it up. Another reason I for A-Dub to get it. a Switch? <laughs> Maybe. A-Dub gets, gets the Switch. First purchases are Hades and Momotaro. <laughs> Dentetsu. 300 hours. <laughs> See, I figured out the real estate market. <laughs> I'm looking forward to pressing play on this trailer after the show. Yes. Uh, let's see. Metacritic. Their highest rated game is Persona 5 Royal 
on the uh, PS4. Oh, Xbox getting angry. Lowest rated, lowest rated game. Tiny go. Racer. Tiny Racer. Not even Cyberpunk. <laughs> I was about to say that's a weird way to to pronounce Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Tiny Racer. Persona Five Royal got a ninety-five. Tiny Racer got a thirty-two. Ooh, that is well below the forties and fifties that Cyberpunk probably got. Uh, let's see the most googled searches uh, we'll do top five number one among us so among us won the internet number two fall guys ultimate knockout fall guys also won the internet ps plus game by the way um number three valorant number four genshin impact and Damn. Number, yes on the down and number five the last of us part two uh everybody googling genshin looking for play styles and how to how to get the best gotcha gotcha matches <laughs> how do i how do i spend my money in this game uh how do i make sure i get the good characters <laughs> yeah. let's see uh most covered games so this is based on number of articles written about a certain game number one what, what, what would be your prediction Adam? most covered oh, game here most covered I mean, I'd have to say The Last of Us 2, if not that, then Cyberpunk. So one of those two. Number one, with 700, well, not 700, with 75,117 articles, Fortnite. Number two. What? I didn't yeah. even see them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it's all what people were writing about. It's it's probably like those articles, like when you're just scrolling through. I mean, there's those, there's those those think pieces about the Fortnite effect and when it's going to die. <laughs> you got Travis Scott in there. You got you got Kratos. You got Master Chief. You got you got all those characters. It's it's a game that continues to move the industry, whether people are talking about it or not. This is what I love about these like these these metadata things that where they collect all the information and analytics is that the gamers always talk about like why nobody buys these games why aren't they talking about this and that it's like when you look at it, it's like the most number one googled game is among us number two is fall guys so when they talk about like why aren't they talking more about this game it's what's the internet what the internet is really looking for and what they're really talking about has nothing to do with what you care about Mm -hmm. so number two cyberpunk 2077 uh, this is what 72,000 articles. Number three. Number is, two was Cyberpunk. Yeah. So this is interesting. This is kind of a drop off. But yeah. So number one, Fortnite. Number two, Cyberpunk with 72,000. Number three, Last of Us Part Two with 57,000. I, I was in the ballpark. I could have bought a couple tickets to that horse race. Yeah. Hit, uh, hit one. <laughs> yeah, if you did the uh, trifecta, you might have, you would have gotten two at least. Uh, number four, Animal Crossing New Horizons. And number five, A-Dub, I thought nobody liked this game, had a, had a bad launch, <laughs> Destiny 2. Um, so yeah, I'm seeing people saying good things about Destiny. Like I even saw an article where they said uh, somehow Bungie deleted half of Destiny 2 and made it better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's also like it just shows one of those things like games that come out and people at launch they, they always say like oh there's not enough in-game content there's not enough content in this game like why are like uh, nobody cares about this and yet it's till this day still one of the most popular games of this generation might even say why can't i keep generation. the why can't i keep the gun i started with yeah well, no why the shaders, <laughs> the not, shaders enough, in the game. <laughs> not enough content why can't i keep my same gun <laughs> yeah um let's see the most watched games on youtube number one a dub minecraft with 201 billion views <laughs> uh, Jesus. number two a dub 
I think they just actually had their uh, initial public offering, Roblox. Um, oh, they did. I missed it. Yeah. Number three, <laughs> Garena Free Fire. I haven't even heard of that game. Garena. Number four, Grand Theft Auto V. And number five, Fortnite. So Minecraft's still holding it down as at least one of the most popular games when it comes to viewing. Uh, let's see. The most discussed games on Twitter. Wow, this is interesting. Number one, Final Fantasy fourteen with the uh, they're going by retweets. So Final Fantasy fifteen with nine hundred thousand retweets. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, I should say. Uh, number two, Animal Crossing New Horizons with six hundred thousand retweets. Number three, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven with six hundred thousand retweets. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, and number five, Fall Guys. So Fall Guys is just showing up in a big way. Um, and yeah, you're seeing all the love for Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, let's see if there's anything else worth discussing here. Uh, you know, we'll just do this one just for the hell of it. UK console ownership overlap. So if somebody owns a uh, Nintendo Switch, uh, six, uh, of the people who own Nintendo Switches and own second consoles, 60% of those own uh, PlayStation 4, 51% who, 51% have an Xbox One. If you have a PlayStation 4, uh, 30%, 36% of those people have Nintendo Switches, 35% have Xbox Ones, and if you have an Xbox One, 40% have a Nintendo Switch, 46% have a PlayStation 4. Don't know what that means, but people who own Nintendo Switches also like having PlayStation 4s. Uh, yeah, that's all I got with Data A-Dub. What else you got uh, in Topics of the Week? Hot Topics of the Week. I am... Kind of distracted just thinking about Mama Taro. <laughs> <laughs> but I got one last one here. IGN put out their Game of the Year awards. Uh, if who, who, who paid them the most? Who paid them the most awards? <laughs> Who's check clear first awards? <laughs> yeah, so let me see. I mean, I'll give you a few. And then I'll run back to game of the year. Let's go like best action game. Let's try best shooter. Let's try best RPG. Let's try best platformer. Strategy tactics. Best ongoing. So the game awards, their their game of the year was uh, Last of Us 2? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And the quote unquote people's choice award that got hacked mm. <laughs> was for ghost of tsushima yeah, don't get me wrong i'm not hating on ghost of tsushima i'm hating on people for getting involved in a democratic process and trying to shift the outcome in their favor and trying to just, stuff the ballots yeah just listen to the voice of the people it may not be what you want to hear but it'll be real uh best action game of 2020 goes to Hades. The game I could have played on Super Nintendo? Yeah. (laughs) I think the nominees included other games like the Demon Souls remake, Ghost Runner, Neo 2, Streets of Rage 4. I I definitely, I have to get my hands on Hades. Why is Supergiant making this hard for me? That was definitely one of my uh, Christmas purchases was Hades. I got Best Shooter of 2020 from IGN. The winner is Half-Life Alex. Oh, over Doom Eternal. Yes, over Doom Eternal. And it's a a VR game, right? Yeah. Interesting. A VR game that people are saying is like, it's a system seller as far as VR goes. So 
something else to look forward to if we ever decide to step into those shoes. I mean, it was up against the likes of Doom Eternal, Star Wars Squadrons, Valorant, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War. It's funny, too, because I still see, like, those memes where it's like, oh, these companies and, like, they put, like, the things like, I don't know, EA, we love microtransactions, and Valve is still, like, we're too lazy to make another Half-Life, and it's like, you got another Half-Life, and it's yeah. actually apparently pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but it's on VR, so you ain't playing it. So, so it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only thing Valve was too lazy to make was Left 4 Dead 3, which, what? Turtle, Turtle Beach, they had to come in and make Back for Blood, which is basically Left 4 Dead 3. Back for Blood. And back for Blood. <laughs> we back and we want your blood. The best role-playing game of 2020, IGN chose Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, that makes sense. Did you play the demo or anything? Nah, I wanted to... Uh... I wanted to go into that game. Like I'd watched enough gameplay footage where I just wanted to go into that game, um, at least as fresh as possible without with knowing as little as possible. Same. And these single had it, so I was I was watching for a while. Mm. You know, not really paying attention because I don't want any of that to stick, but just had to see the game in motion in a controlled environment. It was absolutely stunning. Oh, I can't wait. I mean, it was up against the likes of the PC version of Cyberpunk, uh, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3, which I need to get as soon as I beat Wasteland 2, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Oh. Yeah, I got some recognition. Got some of that nation. (laughs) Uh, Best platformer of 2020, IGN gave the nod to Astro's Playroom. So, a free game comes with the console. Best platformer 2020. It was up against the likes of Ori and the Will of the Wisps. People would say that Ori got robbed, and they're not going to stop saying it because people think Ori got robbed. Spelunky 2, your boy A-Dub. I decided to really try to get back into Spelunky because at some point I do want to play Spelunky 2. I think I'm starting to get it, AMC. I'm starting to understand the spelunky vibe it's straight up life or death seriousness and you kind of want to slow down a little bit because it's it's serious shit up in there it's don't let the cutesy graphics and the smiling faces fool you it's tough as nails it's hardcore and you got to treat it like it is in indiana jones you know tomb robbing experience it's that real is that the next roguelike for a dev yeah as soon as i finish divinity 2 i'm gonna like every time i have some like a few free minutes i'll play spelunky and then get to the the game that i'm dedicating the most of my time to but at some point spelunky is gonna be the game you kill uh, the uh the store owner every time the merchant do uh, i i removed an idol and i gotta figure out how to do that without triggering the trap and then the big stone boulders rolling through the level um it comes to a stop and I got the idol, and I'm like, all right, well, I don't want this big-ass rock sitting here. So I throw, I throw a bomb, blow it up. It starts moving again. It goes through the shop. The shop owner gets pissed. He's jumping around with his shotgun. I'm trying to move past him. He catches me with a buckshot, and it was just like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. But I have been to the shop to actually shop in a civilized manner and the power-ups that you get are invaluable. There's one power-up I got, I think it was like spike, like green gloves or something. 
and I can I could grab any part of a wall. So as long as I could touch it, I could grab it. Then I could jump and just jump my way up a wall. I got like high. I got spring boots, so I got a higher regular jump. <laughs> it was crazy. It was those two items alone, and it completely removed the need to to use the ropes. It completely revolutionized my ability to be able to just utilize the level as I saw fit. But, you know, that, that's another thing. I'll tell you more about my Spelunky tales, the deeper I go. Oh, uh, yeah. So it was up against Ori and the Will of the Wisp, Spelunky 2, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, and Sackboy, A Big Adventure. See, I also have Best Strategy Game, Best Tactics Game. Winner goes to Crusader Kings 3. Oh. I've heard of it. Sounds good. I've I've heard of it from two people, and they both love it. I looked at it. It doesn't look like the kind of game I'd be into, but it looks like it's the kind of game that I could get into if you catch my drift. Interesting. So that was up against Desperados Three Gears yes. Tactics, <laughs> uh, Monster Train, and Other Side, which is a game I've had my eye on, and that I'm definitely going to get at some point in time. Nice. Hit you one more category, then we move on to IGN's game of the year. This is their best ongoing game of 2020, and the winner is Final Fantasy 14 Shadowbreakers. Oh, damn! Wait, wait, wait. This is IGN's game of the year? No, this is uh, best ongoing game. Uh, okay, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what year am I in? Could you uh, imagine? <laughs> Nice. No, the, the streets would be red with the blood of the fanboys. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy fourteen is like one of those games that's like, uh, like they what they like revamped it and it became like the greatest game in the world. <laughs> I mean, th- this is a lesson for everyone who's hating on Cyberpunk. <laughs> Games can be redeemed. Yeah. At the time. I mean, that was Destiny in a lot of these games. Like, you just... No Man's Sky. Yeah. Exactly. GTA Online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, people, people forget. People forget that GTA Online did not work at launch. <laughs> yeah, that Rockstar had to basically give people money <laughs> to come and play their game. Yeah, here's a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, build up, build up your apartment. Uh, buy a car. <laughs> we already gave you an apartment. Just get your homies in there. Run a heist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't have the heist in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And then when they finally did get the heist, they weren't the way that they advertised the heist. Yeah, people were like, wait, so like a dude could just quit and then the heist is done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's, none of yeah. us get the money. Yeah. But then you look at it, one of the biggest games ever of all time. <laughs> ever of all time. It's now standalone online coming. Hell yeah. So Final Fantasy XIV was up against the likes of Animal Crossing New Horizons, Destiny 2, Beyond Light, GTA Online, and No Man's Sky. Square Enix pulling out the W. And then we get to the big one, the Mac Daddy, the Daddy of the Mac, IGN's Game of the Year 2020. This time around, I'll lead you off with the runners up and hit you with the winner. Yeah, uh, you gonna you gonna announce the winner by announcing the runner up like the uh, <laughs> Miss Miss Universe fashion. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna announce the, the nominees that didn't get it. <laughs> I so, love like how they announced who got second, and then so the other person's like, "I won, yes." <laughs> All right, yeah, keep going. Oh, mercy! So 
It wasn't Animal Crossing's New Horizons. Uh, it wasn't Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, it wasn't the PC version of Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, that was here. Okay. It wasn't the Final Fantasy VII remake. Okay. It wasn't Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, that, that leaves two games, a dev. It wasn't Half Life Alex. Oh, at least more games. <laughs> it wasn't Miles Morales. It wasn't Microsoft Flight Simulator. Was that in the uh, Games of the Year <laughs> Flight Simulator? Oh, I mean, it's on this page. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Keep going. I mean, they gave they gave every possible game that people thought were masterpieces the chance to win, and all of them didn't win it. I think there was one more, and I don't know. They didn't show it on that list because it got the IGN's People's Choice Game of the Year award. This is the award that the people voted on. The Last of Us Part Two. Wait, Last of Us Two got People's Choice. Yes, it did. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. Did they stuff those ballots? The woke yeah, crowd. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> it's just kind of odd that the the one that's tampered with. The Last of Us 2 doesn't win. And yeah. then the one that doesn't have any controversy, The Last of Us 2 wins. So, mm-hmm. no, no, no. So, AMC, this only leaves one game to receive IGN's highest honor of 2020. The Game of the Year award goes to Hades. It goes to Indie Trash. Yeah. Yeah. It goes, it's not even a real game. <laughs> And broke like garbage insta pass yeah. 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 SNES game of the year uh, I, I gotta play this on my game boy uh. <laughs> so as you know we don't think one way or the other about this I mean honestly I would have given it to the last of us too because by and large that on a technical level it's just doing things that other games aren't even coming close to the animations the performances the environments the the intelligence of the ai and just the different things you can do the way it looks it's it's truly the next level for games in my opinion at the same token everyone who's played hades has had something either you know, somewhat positive or overwhelmingly positive to say about it. A lot of people are regarding it as a masterpiece. A lot of people have chosen it for their personal game of the year. So fully understand, completely agree. A masterpiece to one person may not be a masterpiece to another, and your game of the year may not be somebody else's game of the year. This is IGN's. It's a worthy, it's a worthy candidate for the spot. So congrats, Hades. However, you know, other people, they want it one way, but it's the other way. Yeah. <laughs> we got your Trolls of the Week. Troll of the Week. Troll, Troll of, of the, the week. week. These Trolls are coming sideways. IGN giving Hades the award. In fact, I, I even got a little a little spray to some before and some after Trolls. So got some before Trolls before the award was, was chosen. And then we got the after trolls after the award was chosen. So let's start at the beginning. First show says Alex should get it, but we all know it's going to either be Animal Crossing, The Last of Us, or Ghost of Tsushima. Yawn. <laughs> Already disappointed with an undetermined outcome. 
<laughs> it's hilarious. Next show says, let me guess, a PlayStation exclusive will win. Mm. Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> Next show says it would be lovely if they'd actually make a game for once. Meanwhile, these animated films keep winning game of the year. So this is still before trolls. These are people assuming that they know what's going to win. And they're making all these just insane remarks. Yeah, movie so, game, movie game comments. Yeah. Just another now, movie game. But now we're getting into the after trolls after the award was given out. First, After Troll says, let's be real. Hades is a cute, artsy kind of game, but it's not game of the year. Mm. Next Troll says, Hades looks boring as fuck, in my opinion. Not the worst, <laughs> but definitely not game of the year. Boring as close. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm watching, like, I, I got clips of Hades running in the background, and I'm just watching beautiful art, uh, unbelievably smooth animation, you know, inventive and creative characters fast-paced combat different kinds of weapons all kinds of systems and nuance in order for players to take advantage of i've been told by people who play it that they even integrate the roguelike elements into it in a more in a more fluid manner than other games do where dying helps you to progress the story and receive you know those handcrafted bits of content before you go back out into the dungeon trying to escape so you know there's a lot of work that went into hades people who played it know what's up and people who haven't played it they're pretty telling on the internet next troll says people's choice the last of us too proves once again how dumb most people are Next show says COVID was only the second biggest disaster of the year. Way to go, The Last of Us 2. People still hating on Last of Us 2, even though I didn't win. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if if it gets any kind of award, people are going to be upset. So people's choice was enough to push people over the edge. Such as Next Troll, who says anything better than the turd that is The Last of Us 2. Mm. So glad Hades won because The Last of Us 2 did. Next troll says, great choice. Hades is an awesome game. And more importantly, The Last of Us 2 didn't deserve it. (laughs) A rare instance where the staff gets it right and the community gets it completely wrong. Player's choice, LOL. If it's the only game you played this year, sure. So every game that came out in 2020 is better than The Last of Us? Okay, Um, dude. Yeah, we're going to go with that. So they're going, they're going sideways at the people's champ, huh? Yeah. yeah. Ain't, ain't none the champ. <laughs> Next show says, The Last of Us 2 was hot garbage. Ghost of Tsushima is the game of the year. Cyberpunk could have been because the game itself is great, but too many issues. Oh, people saying Cyberpunk is great? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, never heard of, I've never heard too many people talk about game of the year winners or contenders having issues other than like fallout three mm-hmm. but still that game was miles ahead of everything else around it at the time it deserved it last troll says wow so disappointing while it's true that 2020 wasn't the best year for games hades is in no way even remotely good enough very disappointing remotely remotely <laughs> this award that is being considered for yeah it's not good enough for that i should know I'm on the internet. I have opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 
all of a sudden I have opinions about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm rich now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mercy. Well, I mean, I don't know what to tell you guys. Uh, as I was discussing with the AMC, there's no way for any one outlet to get everything right all the time. At the end of the day, one must be chosen and others must not be. This time around, it was Hades for IGN, the people over at IGN, the us's. We chose The Last of Us 2. And if you don't like it, you can go over to another site or you can just realize that these are people's opinions. This is just what the masses reflect. And if you find yourself in the minority, well, learn how to be kinder to your neighbor instead of trying to dominate because it's over for you. AMC, any last words for these punks? Uh, it's, uh, I, should, I feel like I should go into the PlayStation lobby on IGN and make a thread like, y'all, y'all chose the last list too, so you need to stop hating. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make no sense, which is why it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, make no sense. <laughs> That's good. But y'all need, to, y'all need to close it up and get the hell out of town. Yeah. All right. Uh, you got anything else, A Dub? I'm all out. Yes. Well, I will say you? this. This was episode 300, A Dub. So big episode, milestone episode. The Spartan episode. The Spartan, yes. Um, yeah. Uh, next time we talk to you, yeah, it will, I believe, be a new year. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward to next time I talk to you, COVID will be figured out. We'll have a new president. Um, Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> we'll have no reason to protest ever again. What else? Nah. What else will be fixed? Everybody will have a job again. Yeah, all that, Every, all that good stuff. Everybody will have a better job, and we'll yeah. only need one job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, any final words, Adele, before we get out of here? Uh, I mean, it's hasn't been one of the best years overall, but it's been a great year for games. Uh, a lot of new blood coming into the hobby a lot of new dollars so i know the industry's happy at the same token you know we're just reaching new heights we got new hardware we got we got new places we can go new things we can do new stories we can tell so things are looking up in this space so hopefully if anybody's like feeling down feeling stressed they can turn to a video game and escape that if only for a moment keep your heads up hopefully there's daylight ahead Yes. Well, this is Control Issues. I am the AM. See? And this is the We are Control Issues. Thanks for playing. Sucker. Sucker. Sucker.